This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So... The only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. You're listening to the Scarf Pagara War. Part of the TalkSport Fan Network. And charity partners with Mentel. For county fans, by county fans. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Courtyard Club Call with me, Russ Johnson. I'm joined by Dan Colvewell, as always. All right, Dan? Yeah, not too bad. Good, good. Fresh from um, the trip to Grimsby away. Let's deep delve, deep delve, deep dive into this, uh, into the, the, the match on Saturday. Obviously, a 3-1 way away win, which was uh, very much, um, I don't want to say needed, but very delightful that we did and, and in the manner that we did it as well. Uh, start with the, as always, start with the lineup. So we had Hinchliffe in net, Bristow left back, right and Horsfall centre halves. Debut for Lewis Cass at right back. Lemon Hay Evans, Camps, Powell, and Crowsdale. Um, and then Sass and Alafi only playing one striker as as it worked out. But we'll, you went to the match, I didn't, and I, I only watched it. So we'll see from your perspective what that lineup was. Uh, first off, though, any surprises with the lineup? Yeah, I think obviously Paddy got dropped and Crowsdale came back into the team. Um, and Sarsovic started as well. And I'm trying to think who else. Um, Cass. Cass okay. came in for Macca. Yeah. Um, and there was another one in there. I can't think who it was now. Bailey that dropped out yeah. onto the bench. Um, yeah, I, was ex- I, I expect we obviously we knew that Cass would play. I was. I thought Sarsovic, listening to the post match, would get game time, but I didn't think that would be starting. I thought that'd be last thirty minutes. Um, but obviously, you know, Challen has picked a team and a, a formation and a style. To he's done his homework. He's, you know, he's tactically. We've, he's done it previously before um, during the season and these little tweaks. And for me, this was one of them games. It was a tactical masterclass. Um, and that's why, you know, Sarkovic played, you know, you straight back four, um, you had basically for me, Camps and Crowsdale as a sitting two, and then you had Tanto up front on his own and behind him, uh, basically roaming and putting the pressure on with Sarkovic, Connolly, Levin Hay Evans and Powell, and they were just dictating the show. They absolutely just ran everything, them three behind Tano. So was it a case of 
I say flat, I won't say flat back four. It's never flat, is it? As I've said previously on this show. Four at the back, like you say, Camps and Crowsdale almost playing that central defensive midfield role, sitting in. Then you've yeah. got Powell, Lemon, Hay mm-hmm. Evans and Sars doing their bits and Alafi up front. Was it was it as pronged as that with Alafi just up front on his own? Yeah, I mean, Camps and Crowsdale, they weren't sitting in that much. They were like the midfield two with three of them in front. So it was like an attacking four in a way. Um, Tanto was obviously, they wanted to play out the back and Tanto would rush the first line of defence with hoping that they would then turn and look to get the ball out a little bit further into midfield. And then that's when the the, the three of Powell and um, Sars and um, Lemonade Evans just absolutely just were like, you know, Jack Russell's, they were just absolutely biting at ankles right on top of them straight away. Wouldn't allow them then to play out from that sort of second pass from the goalkeeper. And, you know, they, they saw that, obviously, Chaloner said that they, they set traps and, you know, that first half, they just absolutely had them. So let's look at the stats for the first half then, because, I mean, we really did come out of the traps, didn't we? So first half stats, 56%. Possession, 1.32 on the XG compared to Grimsby's 0.03. It may as well be zero for for all intents and purposes. We had six shots, four on target, uh, three goals, three big chances, and those were the goals. So clinical without... Without creating too much, I guess. And was that the feeling in the ground that we we weren't creating too much, but everything seemed to go in? Well, I thought that Grimsby started well for the first sort of four, five, six minutes. Um... We were struggling to sort of get hold of the ball, get onto the ball and string sort of two, three passes together in all fairness. Um, but they didn't panic. They sort of worked their way into the game. And then once they started getting the ball and a little bit of possession, they started knocking it about. Everyone starts getting to a touch of the ball. And then they start then increasing the, the tempo and the intensity started raising up. And, you know, and they started dominating um you know, after that sort of six minutes, uh, really started dominating play. And we were playing, you know, a lot of the game then in their final third, um, putting pressures on and stuff like that. Even though, like you say, the stats say that we didn't have many shots, but like you say, it just felt that the where we had the ball was always in the, the attacking third a lot of the time. And we were moving the ball very quickly into the attacking third. Maybe not, like you say, getting the shots off target or, working them opportunities but you just felt that you know the momentum was was all with us after that sort of five six minutes yeah do you it feels like as you said and 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 Charlie alluded to it setting the traps and maybe that's another phrase that's going to be banded around quite a lot from now from from now on but um setting the traps making them either go long or lose possession and then as we as we get ourselves more comfortable into the game in possession you can kind of start to turn the screw can't you um like yeah. like you were saying um and we got our rewards for that um so yeah i mean let's talk about the first goal which was uh sarsavik so yeah. uh, this was this was a mistake from them really wasn't it this was a their, their, their keeper cartwright i think played it out to one of their center halves who, who either wasn't ready for it wasn't expecting it or um, well, it was a bit of a weird one because they sort of passed it about between the back three, back four, the two centre-halves and the goalkeeper. And then it looked like the goalkeepers then tried to miss the defence and gone straight into the midfield area where, like you say, 
Sarsevich is on the prowl and all three of them were on the prowl in all fairness doing that game and the the the, mid, the player that was expecting to receive the ball, the ball didn't even get to him. Sarsevic has absolutely just run round him, told it away from him, and then he's just got a clean run to goal. Um, from the away end, it looked like actually sort of like scuffed it and it sort of like a bobble hit the goalkeeper and we're sort of wondering how that's got into the back of the net. Um, but yeah, it's just alertness and readiness. And like I say, Sarsevic just looked like he'd not been injured. He, you know, he looked straight away back to the form pre-injury that, you know, uh, that was winning us games and dominating games. So, yeah, he, he just absolutely back onto it. Yeah, he's it's a testament, isn't it, to the squad that, that we've got on the depth because we don't have to rush him back. And I think maybe last season towards the end, you know, playoff final things, we, we you know, we had players playing that were maybe not 100% fit. Same with Wooten this year, don't have to rush him back. And he came back and it was almost like he'd not been away. Same yeah. with Sars. There's probably one or two. Well, oh, Maka as well. I know he's, you know, yeah. unfortunate for Maka. But when he came back, it was like he'd never been away because we we don't have to rush them back. So that's really pleasing. That's going to, I mean, it's going to be one of the elements that gets us promoted. I would suggest. I would suggest. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think he knows that. I think the same again. We, you know, going into the end of last season, we got to like say the Gillingham game, and we sort of really scraping the barrel as such and putting players out on the field that were injured or not fit and like I say the playoff final obviously was just one game too far 10 minutes too much as such and like I say I think he's learned from that challenge I think he's got the squad that will in depth wise and not the same again and a squad that everyone's biting at the at the bit to get involved and be involved and We've said it before very early in the season, the substitutes will be a massive part of this season. And, you know, there is no space for just people just getting 10 minutes or five minutes and doing nothing. Everybody has to do something when they're on the pitch. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I know what, let's say when that first goal goes in, um, we yeah, we're thinking this could be Doncaster again, to be <laughs> honest. Um, same again. You know, we scored in the first, I think it was nine minutes when we nine, scored. So yep. we scored in the first 10 minutes of the game. Um, and at that point, same again, we, we just, you know, dominating. We looked like we wanted the ball. We we looked like we were, you know, wanting to attack them um, and attacking them thirds. Um, the second goal come along. Um, and you have to give all the credit to Sarsevich for winning the foul, but Powell, for the, the foresight and the just the football brain of, I don't know if he was actually looking for the pass or he was actually one of them ones where he's going to make the pass knowing that the defender will earn him, block it and earn himself a yellow card mm. uh, for blocking it. But just to take that ball, first touch, ping the perfect ball into the path of Lemonet Heavens. Um. I was hoping he would score it himself because I think he's same again. He deserves a goal every game with his performances lately. But same again, he's got the foresight just to knock it behind the defender into the path of Laffy, and he's just side footed it into the net. Yeah, a really lovely goal. The, the, the as you say, the pass from Powell gets a lot of applaud. It's I personally think he he wasn't going for the you know the defender blocking it to get a yellow. I think he was. I think he was he was meant for that. From a from a Grimsby perspective and having listened to a couple of their vlogs and a couple of their post match with the fans, 
they're disappointed that nobody did stop it, in, yeah. you know, and took the yellow card, or you know, even if it it might not have been a yellow card for them. Um, so I think it's really, really good, quick thinking. There were calls from their end as well for offside, uh, which when you look at it on uh, on the replay on the telly, there's no way it's offside. Uh, it's an yeah. absolutely belting ball, and just on it as well. I know, I know, waxing lyrical about the ball from Powell. Lemon Hay Evans did not have to break a stride. No, for, for that it just it just went into him as he was running almost full pelt. So um, I don't think we can underestimate the quality of that ball. Um, no, really. I mean to be honest, if I was going to be greedy or selfish, I'd want Lemon Hay Evans to hit that ball first yeah. time into the back of the net. Yeah, you know, and it would have been like you say a, a goal of the week, goal of the season contender by far. weren't a bad goal, you know, but yeah, it, like I say. It, Anybody else on the pitch, not Powell in that area, that wouldn't have been a goal. Yeah. You know, there was no, Sarsovic might have had the foresight, maybe Padden, but I think Powell, without Powell at that moment in time, because like I say, he's not even touched the ball. He just strolled yeah. up to the ball and just pinged it. Yeah. A dead ball. And like I say, that's the quality, the, the footballing brain, the quality he's got, that's where Powell is. He's definitely a league above us. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and then the, the the momentum is absolutely with County. Then up until I mean, it's it's with us for for the rest of the half almost. Um, but then on well, twenty eight minutes, go on. Yeah, so yeah, the so then the third goal. Um, and it's same again. Are you, you going to feel sorry for Mac in a certain way because it's another right back that's come in and scored a goal. Akil did it the other week, and now <laughs> yeah. Cassie's done it. Yeah, you know, when so you're gonna feel. Yeah, you know, we. I can't even remember when Mac has scored last. It was um, Torquay, was it? Was it Torquay at home and behind closed minutes. doors? I think. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and Akil got injured in them sort of like 40 minute, 41 minutes, and it just sort of took the wind out of the sail. Um. I think he's just he's pulled up or slipped and pulled a strain or something like that. Um, Burns come on, but that sort of just sort of took the wind out of the team and they sort of had to find their sort of feet again um, just before half-time. But, um, yeah, the third goal, um, it was Cass that's, uh, sorry, that's come on, we were talking about Maka. Um, yeah, it's just a different option, obviously, because with Maka, we've got somebody that's really good at getting up and down the wing, We'll get the crosses in. Um, and one of the big improvements I thought of Macca this season is actually his defensive play, sort of sensing danger and getting in them blocks and tackles. Um, and I thought his game has really improved. Probably the best he's been playing in a county shirt during his time. But Cass is a different player. I don't think he's that you know, electric pace that goes down mm-hmm. the side. But what he does offer you, as we saw, is height in attacking the ball. And set pieces, so he's not going to be the one that's going to be taking the set piece. Is somebody that's actually going to be in that area, six yard penalty spot area, looking to get his head on it. And that's same again. What he's done, we've had set pieces. The quality of the ball's probably not brilliant to go in there the first couple of times. It's worked its way out to Sarsovic. Same again, a little bit of quality on the ball, floated the ball into a perfect space. Um, I think they were a lot not happy because, like I say, I think there was only three county players in that area and there was seven of them marking three players 
and he still managed to rise up unmarked. Um, not the most powerful header, but he's got a good contact to it and he's put it in an area that's, you know, the goalkeeper's stretching to dive. And if the goalkeeper does get something to it, you'd expect him all he's going to do is push it into the pl- into a county player or somebody running in, hopefully, and getting that. So, yeah, um, another co- goal from a corner, um, a cross, sorry, which obviously Challen has mentioned a few times that we, we, we were a team that scored from crosses. And, yeah, that was, um, you know, I thought it was a good good header. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we do score a lot from crosses, but I think it's, you know, a testament to the team on a, on a day where three completely different types of goals, really. One, which is a uh, um, steal in the back pocket or pickpocketing, should I say. Uh, the second one is a lovely piece of play from a set from a set ball, but you know a deep one. And then you've got the corner, which they, you know they had they had chances to get it out, didn't they? A couple of chances, mm. but it's persistence from us, um, especially Sars, um, to, to to get the goal and a good goal on a debut as well. What did you think of Cass overall, and in terms of his overall performance, do you think he'll fit in well with us? Yeah, I, same again. I think he's a different option. He's a different fullback. He's not a bombing on fullback. I think that might put the end of us playing with wing-backs. So I don't think he's a wing-back. Um, he's not the same as Niall. He's not the same as Maka. But, same again, I thought he was steady. Um, I thought their goal, there was a little bit of blame maybe toward for their goal that you could put on Cass because I think he gets caught with the ball up near, near the halfway line. But saying that, I also think then you know, is an opportunity to stop the cross coming in. And I also think Ben could have done better um, with the ball. And he sort of pushed it out for the their player to just slide it in. Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, same again, different strengths, different weaknesses. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Away days with County are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at Edgeley Park. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Different player. We said the same with Bristow when he came in, that you know he's got a different uh, profile to what we had up there. And at the same end, you know, but, you know, his, his first game, and he's not played a lot of football lately. So, yeah, and he, he, he looked good, I think. And then he'll only look better the more he trains and plays with him. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, okay, then, into the second half. I mean, we literally just mentioned it, uh, the goal, which just commented on if the surprising thing for me was that is, is it Issa who scored the goal he looked pretty lively yeah. to me and then they took him off after 83 minutes but yeah. um before that, that obviously... come out, it come out so out of the blue I think their goal uh, we, we've had a chance just before it with Tanto sort of managed to work his way into the six yard box and he just had to put his head up and just dink it back into the center of goal and 
there was two or three players that would have rammed it in. Um, he's gone for the shot and put it high and wide. And like I say, it's all momentum to us. And like I say, their goal just comes out of the blue. Yeah, I mean, they, they, I think they worked hard for it. I think that they they generally have to work hard for goals anyway at Grimsby. I think that's the general consensus with the fans, certainly from what I've seen and what I've heard. Um, they actually had more possession in the second half, fifty-two percent, and they had the. Sh- I mean, they were they were fair enough. They had they had a goal, seven shots, two on target, one big chance compared to our three shots, none on target. So they beat us in those departments and the expected goals departments. But was it because we? either went back into neutral, went back into first gear and just sort of managed the game from them, knowing that yeah, they wouldn't we really pose a threat. We definitely dropped a gear and we were allowing them to have the ball more in the midfield area. So um, the, the the three that was behind Tantos seemed to sort of come back a little bit. Um, Sarsovic ended up picking up a yellow card, which... I didn't think it was a yellow card in fairness. I felt it was a bit of a 50-50. Once he's picked up that yellow card, he's same again, playing a little bit within himself. But they didn't, same again, game management and stuff like that. We didn't have to go chasing the game. Um, we allowed them to have, let's say, a lot of the ball. Um, until about, I would think, about the 75th minute, the last 15 minutes. And then it's, you yeah, know, we, we went with the substitutions that come on. They weren't seen, didn't seem prepared to sort of like sit back. They wanted to show what they could do for the team in an attacking way. So, same again, all the subs that came on had an impact. And I think the momentum swung back into our favour. And I say they got the one goal, but they just couldn't, you know, if they got a second goal, then obviously their tails are up in the game of it. But because we managed that 10, 15 minutes after they've scored, um, I think they sort of knew that you know the game was done. Yeah, yeah, and if and I mean, just looking at the the sort of the in depth stats, they would they would suggest everything you've just said to be true. So, um, you, you know, we we kind of beat them in all departments, especially going forward and defensively. To be honest, so open play and set play, the XGs, you know, hugely in our favour in terms of passing, controlling possession. Again, we we beat them on every stat you can think of. I won't go through them because there's that many. And then defensively as well, anything they tried, interceptions, blocks, we, 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 we were better in those departments as well. So um, it would suggest that, yeah, we took the foot off the gas, managed the game quite impressively, maybe one or two scares perhaps, but you're going to get that with a game of football, aren't you? So um, all in all, I mean, it just looks like to me, the, the biggest plot, it should go to Chally for, and, and, the, and the team for knowing what was coming, being prepared for it, getting those early goals and just putting the game to bed with very little drama, almost. Yeah, yeah. no injury. Well, apart from Mackelwright's injury, yeah. which will be a... Hopefully that's a two to three week one, not a two to three month one. Um, but same again, in, you know, on that front, you have Burn on the bench. Obviously, next game you might expect, obviously the lad from Man United to be on the bench, maybe. Um, obviously, Torre is an option if we need be. Um, this cover there, so hopefully we can... And obviously, Ethan Pye should be... I don't know how... how we're hoping he's three, four weeks maybe away. Um, you know, so yeah, 
the, the, the I say the subs that came on, Bailey came on, which I thought the last few games Bailey looked a little bit quiet, a little bit leggy, a little bit running out of ideas. He he looked full of beans when he come on, looking to get the ball, looking to turn on the ball, looking to attack. But Hippolyte looked really, really good. He's getting better and his involvement gets better with every time he's on the pitch at the moment. Um, you know, and like I say, it, it was the same thing. A ground that we've, the last two seasons we've been there, yeah. we've always ended up losing or players getting sent off when they don't deserve to get sent off. Um, you know, and he, he managed it really, really well, I thought. Um, you know, you just couldn't follow it. Yeah. And in, in, in terms of that squad management as well, if you look at the bench and who came on, they're all players that belong to us. So Burn, Hippo, Bailey, Madden, Torre, obviously Rico Richards didn't get on. And then, like you say, we've got players beyond that as well that are itching to get on, either on the bench or to make the first team. And they know when they do come in and, and they do get that chance, they've got to take it and contribute rather than just be passengers. Um, so it's looking good for us. Absolutely. Um who was your man of the match? And does it agree with FOTMOB is, is the main question. Oh, the fans. Because <laughs> that, that was announced as well, wasn't it? I think I think Sarsovic was just different gravy, to be honest. Um, yeah, I, I can't fault Sarsovic. Powell was good, but you know, I, I just thought Sarsovic was just head and shoulders on any player on that pitch, really. Yeah, I mean, and that's what FOTMOB goes with. That's what the fans voted for as well. Special mention for Crowsdale, though. 7.6, the the comfort blanket, Mr. Consistence. Was he he as good as that? He just tidy, absolute tidy. Um, You know, just Jack Russell as such. You know, little, as soon as the ball comes into an area, he is there to snuff it out, to win the ball back. And, Simple pass, you know. You know he knows what his limitations are. We we all know he's not a Powell or a Sarsovich that's going to ping the ball thirty yards diagonally across the pitch or anything like that. He will just win the ball, snuff out. He puts his body in between the ball and their player, and he went. He just passes it simple and let the play then build up. Um, yeah. So like I say, couldn't fall. I thought. Fraser Horsfall had a good game. They seem to put on a, a tall lad for the last sort of 15 minutes. Um, and he had him in his back pocket again. Because the same again, they had um start off with, they had Rowe up front. And we all know he's got a bit of reputation of being a bit of a, a wind-up merchant and, you know, one that will annoy and try and barge into you and trying to be a little bit like... Um, Oh, the chap at Mansfield that ended up getting injured by smashing oh, uh, with Keeler Dunn or Oates. Oates, yeah. Mm. He's got a little bit of reputation of being like an, a, a Reese Oates type player. Um, and they just, same again, Horsfall just had him in his back pocket all game. Didn't, yeah. look, didn't look worried. Same again. There'll be annoyance with the goal they've conceded because I don't think, in all fairness, that could have been, you know, snubbed out quite three times the way they've lost the ball at the halfway line, where the cross is coming in, and, and obviously Ben's involvement um, in the sort of parrying it into the path of him. But yeah, no, it's same again. A good day out. Um, county fans were singing. Um, there was like a mass exodus. 
Again, a little bit like Donny, 30 minutes and we can see mass exodus of Grimsby fans leaving the stadium after 30 minutes. Um, yeah, I wouldn't say him again. I very much like Donny. They've, they're the only saving grace is probably maybe there's two worse teams in the division than them and um, Donny this season. But obviously, if you keep on circling the, the drain at some point, you're going to drop yeah. down, isn't it? Yeah, you are going to drop. And I think Grimsby know more than most what it's like to be yeah. down there and to drop because they've done it a couple of times, haven't they? Um, referee, any good? Anything to report no. on him? I didn't think he was that good. I thought he was very inconsistent in his decisions. Um, stuff where he would, you know, there was a lot of grappling and tulling, pulling and stuff like that. But he would let it go one side and not the other. Um, I thought Sarsovic's yellow card was a little bit harsh. A couple of times, decisions more coming from the linesman where the ball had gone out or gone out for a county corner. Um, and he's given goal kicks and stuff like that. So I. He weren't the best, weren't the worst. He was probably a good six out of ten um, on that. But same again, we had enough quality and enough chances to to do what we needed to do to win the game and not sort of try. Same again, at the second half, they've obviously had a rocket and they've got a lot more physical and a lot more in our faces um, and we didn't bite to it. You know, other times and other teams, we'd expect a little bit of you know retaliation to it but we didn't we didn't we didn't raise up to it and we didn't get into that sort of like um battle that we didn't want to get involved in we'd won the game already we just sat to see it out good stuff and obviously that sets us up nicely doesn't it for first v third <clears throat> tomorrow night so they're recording this monday so it'll be tuesday night and then they come thick and fast after that Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, 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 Tuesday. So I think we'll know more. I mean, we'll know more within the next seven games, obviously. Um, but it's only a month between now and the seventh game, which will be Salford away. So not saying you're going to be met. I think well, the closer we get to the end of the season, the more nervous we all get. But you're going to remember we've only lost two games in the last twenty-five league games. Mm. Yeah. You know, We've lost two in the last 25. All the other teams around us have lost, in the same period, last 25 league games, have lost five, six games. You know, so we've lost two in the last 25. Um, we've just got to keep that momentum going. We're not going to win every game. But like you say, if we, we just don't let the... You know, I'll be quite happy with a draw Tuesday night, to be honest. Um opposed to them taking points off us, I think a draw will be a good result. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think I'd be I'd be dis- I think I'd be disappointed with a draw against Crew, but to be honest with you, I'm not, I'm not being I don't think I'm being overly confident there. I'm I'm very much in the school of win your home matches, draw your away because Tranmere on Saturday will be a test away. Yeah. Uh, they'll I, um... know, I think it's a bit weird this season. I think the best football we've played actually, apart from the Rectum game, is actually been away from home. Mm. Um, I think the pressure's off us a little bit away from them. The emphasis is on the home team to come out and that suits us better. Um, so, yeah, I, think, I just think away games at the moment, I, I think, are where we actually look the better team. Um, home, like you say, the, I don't know, teams come put the blocks on and we struggle and, you know, the Cheadle end 
you start hearing the groans if yeah, it's not going yeah. the right way and <laughs> stuff like that. So I just, you know, like I say, it's a big game. I, you know, I don't want to lose it, obviously. If we come away with a draw, it's not the end of the world by any means. And same yeah. again, there's a couple of games on, everyone plays on Tuesday night and there's a couple of games in there that, you know, will, one way or another, will have an effect on what, what you know, teams around us in close vicinity. Um, but yeah, no, same again. Um, yeah, you know, that's the way I look at it. We've, we've lost two games in the last 25 league games. Yeah, and that's something to, uh, definitely something to keep in our, keep fresh in our minds. If, you, if anybody's ever listening to this and, and, and get, starting to get nervous, we'll try and bring you a balanced view here with lots of stats behind it. So yeah, good, uh, good start that. I've not realised that, although now you say it, yeah, I suppose it stands to reason, doesn't it? Um, we played thirty, and a couple, of, a few of the other three defeats came in those first five. Did they? I'm guessing. Yeah, three out there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, cool, good stuff. Thank you very much, Dan. As always, uh, always nice to chat with you on a Monday. Thank you to everybody for listening to this. Uh, if you're not a patron, please do uh, consider it. It's three pound a month uh, plus VAT, and you get this courtyard club call in your inbox on Monday afternoon as, a, as, a, as opposed to Wednesday morning or Wednesday afternoon. So you get it early, plus you get the, uh, the uh, I've waited all week for that straight after as an audio podcast. All of these, by the way, are without any adverts in them. Uh, so please do consider that. And there'll be more to come. Um, so yeah, let's, uh, let's look forward to crew on Tuesday we'll be back with the Courtyard Club call next Monday reviewing probably a bit of the crew match but mainly the Tranmere away match and hopefully with another six points in our back pockets cheers Dan I'll speak to you later see you later
It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 